because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No, no, with your host traps love. And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet. So today I talk about a date that I go on with a guy that was very last minute because he just came over and surprised me. And that is not the same person as the guy that I talk about during the Valentine's Day episode. When editing the episodes, I realized that that might get confusing because episode three was recorded before the Valentine's episode. And I just want to announce here one more time that anything that takes place in episode three was before what took place on the Valentine's episode. So cool. Enjoy. That's confusing. Enjoy. Hey, friend. Hey. So clearly this is important to me because I stopped watching this movie with 17 minutes left to go. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm obsessed with it. I can't fucking stop. I've been snapping it to everybody, like all the songs. And now everyone's like, I'm going to go watch it. And I'm like, yeah, you are. It's the best movie I've ever seen. I'm adding songs to my my queue, like my um, my playlist on Spotify and stuff. I can't deal with it. It's so good. Well, you'll have to talk about it when we get to Obsessions. Oh, yeah, I totally will. Um, <clears throat> so before I start telling you about this date and before I introduce the podcast, I have to say... I just found my phone charger, but before I found my phone charger, I was just going to use my portable charger because I didn't feel like looking for my phone charger. And then I found out that my phone doesn't take micro USB anymore. What do you mean anymore? I used to have a phone. My last phone took micro USB, which is like a pretty standard Android thing. And now I have this new plug and I don't know what it is. I don't know have an lg I, it's uh it's uh i don't know that it's an lg it's a because my phone's like that too it looks like it's gonna take a micro usb but it has some new random ass plug that nobody has yeah it's like it's completely it's completely round like i can plug it in on either side and it works yeah no that's what mine is i hate it oh my god right it's like i like the fact that i can just plug it on either side but no one ever has this phone charger, so I can't borrow it from anyone. And when I had to buy a new one after a year, I had to spend $25. Because you can't just go someplace and pick one up. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm immediately going to switch to a new phone. I, I already broke the screen on this phone. So, like, the second that I make any amount of money from this new job, I'm just going to buy a new phone. I'm done. Oh, my God. All right. Let's podcast. Um... Well, we are already. I'm adding this all in as the intro. Welcome. This <laughs> This is I Look Cuter on the Internet. Uh, yeah. I'm Travis so, Love. Uh, Ariel Apathetic. And welcome. This is episode three. Oh, God, yeah. Look yeah. Let's go. I know. And uh, it is called, um, what's it called? Dietary disasters. Dietary disasters. Thank you. We have these fun nicknames. Um, 
But before we even get into that, I have to tell you about my date. God, okay. I'm so excited about this. Because you took the time to message me from the bathroom to be like, oh my god, I can't wait to tell you about this. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. So, for anyone listening, and for you, Ariel, basically what happened was I was supposed to record with Ariel. Basically, I was supposed to come home from work. From I, I had a gig last night, and then I had work this morning. I work at a music studio, and then I was supposed to come home, edit episode two so we could release it, and then record episode three because we were both free, and we were like, why not do this? We'll be ahead of the curve. And um, <coughs> then this guy that I've been talking to on Tinder for like, like a week and a half, maybe, just on and off, just messaging very casually, uh, very nice gentleman, like very, very polite messages, nothing weird. Um, he just messaged me and was like, hey, I'm, um, I'm kind of like, I'm totally free. My, uh, I, I tutor sometimes and my last student isn't, um, canceled so i'm free so i'm gonna head your way do you want to go out for coffee and i was like oh no for any of you that have listened to episode one my worst date in my entire life started because someone was just randomly like i'm gonna come over and i was like please don't and they were like i'm already here um so oh this was similar except we met at a cafe a local cafe that i really like and um it was wonderful yeah. So I didn't expect it. It's I, I didn't know what to expect with this guy. That's kind of what the my issue was, was like I was going into this very blind. We'd only had a few conversations and they were very polite, very, you know, very not basic, but just very straightforward. Like, this is how my day is going. How's your day going? This is how my day is going. But it was very nice. And then you know, for him to go out of his way and just kind of show up felt very out of character. And I was taken aback because I got to the cafe and everyone there knows me and was asking me how I am. And was asking me how the new job was. They were, they were asking me if I was going to stay for the open mic. And I said, no. And I explained why, because there's a person that goes to that open mic that I don't like, but nobody at the cafe knows it because I'm not a gossip. So I ended up having to tell them about it anyway. So I guess I am a gossip now, but I was, you know, I had been keeping it to myself for months, but they had been like, they, they actually wondered, they were like, we wondered why we hadn't seen you since the October open mic. And I was like, well, this is the reason because I literally just cannot come to them. Um, because this person is here and I don't want to see them. And anyway, after all of that, he was standing right there. I was like, hello, by the way. And he was like, hi. And, um, I bought him tea and so he Jake was standing here listening to you tell people how you don't like this other person. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. That's a nice intro. Yeah. Right. So basically what happens and I'm shocked and I, I guess like the world was shocked. I don't know. Um, I bought him tea. I got a mocha, which is, if you don't know, it's just like a hot chocolate, but there's espresso in it because I needed caffeine. Because like I said, I was going to, oh, I didn't say it. I was going to. How the mocha is? Yeah, mocha is basically hot chocolate with espresso. It's my favorite oh. thing in the world. Okay. It's actually you know my favorite like drink. Oh. Um, okay. like, I like vanilla chai a lot. And if I'm not looking for super caffeine, I'll get a vanilla chai or a chai latte because I like the spice. But if I can get like a Mexican hot chocolate with with espresso in it, that's what I'll get. And Ooh, they don't have mochas at Dunkin' Donuts, so what I'll do, especially when it's any size for 
What? A Dunchino is coffee and it's, hot chocolate. It's coffee and hot chocolate. It's not espresso. They're different things. I don't like okay. coffee. So I'll get a large hot chocolate, and specifically, they have an Almond Joy one, which I love, and I'll get a shot of espresso in it, and it's excellent. Um, anyway, I'm massaging an orange, so if you hear movement in the background, I'm massaging an orange that your mom <laughs> gave me. Okay. Wait, is that one of my mom's oranges? Yes. Thank you, Elaine. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Travis decided to FaceTime me from my parents' house. Was that last night? Yes. Like, last night, because my parents' house is creepy and haunted, and he was walking their dogs while they're up in Maine. So he um, FaceTimed me and, like, took a bunch of fruit out of the kitchen. And, yeah, so. Your mom said I could have some of these oranges. I'm sure she did, but the amount of times that you've stolen my family's entire dinner while we all starved leads me to believe that you stole that fruit, so. That's not a lie, but also you offered me that dinner. <laughs> no, no. My poor brother didn't get to eat anything. And he, this was back before Travis was a vegetarian. He came into my home, and my poor brother was, like, at work or something. Like, he didn't get to eat, and Travis ate all of the meatloaf in my home. He ate all of the meatloaf. I don't so feel my bad. Poor brother, my poor brother comes down starving and hungry, and there's no meatloaf. <laughs> so, yeah. I 100% you snooze, you lose. My mom probably was like, Travis, there's fruit in the kitchen. Don't eat it. And you were like, okay, because that's your voice. Okay. And you just stole all of that fruit in front of me while making a video about it. But um, Travis did FaceTime my dog so that I could pet him and then pet my dog pretending it was me. So I forgive you for stealing all the fruit. Anyway, keep talking about your date because I feel like we're on the topic here. Yeah, so... For I buy his tea. He says, thank you. You didn't have to do that. I said, it's literally tea. It's fine. Um, we sit down and we start talking. And um, I say, like, I start talking about my music and working at the music studio. And I, I like talking a lot, especially when I'm talking about something I'm passionate about. So it makes me happy to do that. But I got really embarrassed and I was like, I, I feel like I'm talking too much. I don't like talking this much. You tell me more about you. <laughs> and he said something along the lines of, I'm pretty sure you do like talking about yourself, but maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> and then you were like, I have a whole podcast where I talk about myself and my feelings about dates. So, well, basically, <laughs> basically, I was like, oof. <laughs> That's a that's like a that's a that's a backhanded thing. He he definitely doesn't <laughs> like me. So he tells me about him, you know, how he's back in Jersey cuz he was living in another state. He came back, he tutors, he does other stuff. I'm not going to say his name cuz I was like literally I'm going to talk about you in about 2 hours on my podcast and he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." Um I'm sorry if you listen. People like we've told people that we have this podcast and then we like mention them on the fucking podcast and it's like I know you're gonna listen so sorry about that. It's not my fault. Um, yeah, do it for the art, man. Yeah. So after we talked, I just like I really like him because he's super down to earth 
I I like when I find someone that's like that because it's rare to find someone like that. But when I do, I really enjoy dating them for the period that I date them. So I um I liked him immediately, and I was like, wow, this is really great. You're you know you're wearing jeans. You you have a button-up shirt that's not flashy. Like mine is flashy because it has donuts all over it. And here I am talking about wanting to be like a puppeteer and being the next Jim Henson and like. I want to be famous for my music because I do really well at gigging and I want to gig more than I am because I'm very good at it. And like talking about all these things and he's just like, yeah, you know, I like math. I like science. And I'm like, yeah, that's so great. Cause I don't, I, I enjoy that you do. Um, anyway, about like not halfway through, but maybe a quarter of the way through the date, I just looked at him and I was like, you hate this, don't you? <laughs> and he was like what and i was like i just I, I i can read people's emotions pretty well and i'm just getting this vibe from you that you absolutely hate me and maybe i'm wrong but like i don't know how to change that because i'm very like i said it before because i had i was talking to the person that owned the cafe about that that person that i can't see at the open mic and i basically said I'm 100% me. I'm very honest. I am an open book. I'm, um, what was the word that I used? It was, I can't think of what it was, but I was like, I'm just, I'm myself. I'm here. I'm, I'm constantly me. If I'm on stage, I'm portraying myself. If I'm off stage, I'm portraying myself. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like that. I'm completely myself out wherever I go at all times because, you know, a lot of people aren't like that. People put on faces, people put on acts, and that's not who I am, and it's not who I like to be. It's the reason that I stopped doing theater was because I couldn't just be me doing theater, and I started to like myself, and I want to be more of myself for the world. I was literally thinking about something, like, about this today, like, this exact kind of thing that you're saying, but, like, not in a dating type of situation, but I'll go back to it when you're done talking about it. So I was like, I just have this feeling that you don't like me and it's fine. I mean, I'm myself. I will always be this person. I can't change that about myself. But because I can't change who I am and I'm not going to change for you, if you're not having a good time, I just want you to tell me because I don't want to keep you here against your will if you're not having a nice time. And he was like, literally... I don't know where you're getting that from because I'm having a very nice time, I'll have you know. And I was like, oh, okay. It's just that it doesn't seem that way. And he was like, well, things aren't always as they seem. And I was like, okay. But basically, we just talked and there was this really good connection. And then we held hands. And as we were holding hands, I was like, I really want to drink my mocha, but I don't want to let go of your hands. And it was really cute because I had asked him if I could hold his hands. And he said, hmm, I don't know. And I was like, okay. And then he let me. <laughs> it was cute. And then, um, so I held his hands and I was like, okay, I'm going to drink my drink. So I put my arms together and I lifted up the hands and I was holding the cup with my arms and I drank out of it. And then I put my cup back down <laughs> And I didn't spill anything. It was very uh, good. And then I was like, okay, your turn. And he was like, okay. And then he picked it up with his mouth and not with his arms. And he just held the tea with his mouth. And I was like, that's not a good idea. And then the tea spilled everywhere, all over the <laughs> table. <laughs> 
all over the floor, all over him, just everywhere. There was tea everywhere. And I was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. This is exactly what I wanted out of this date. And so I run to the bathroom and I get paper towels and I help him clean it up. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, I blame you. I never would have done this if it weren't for you. And I was like, you're welcome. Is that when you texted me when you went to the bathroom? Yes. I love it. So we clean it all up. I'm like, do you want more tea? I'll get you more tea. And he was like, I think I'm okay. It'll absorb through my skin on the ride home. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So very unassuming. I didn't expect it because I didn't know what to expect. I had a really excellent date. So eventually at like 530, he's like, I really should get going. And I was like, please don't. And he was like, I've got to. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And so... Um, I walk him to his car and I'm just like, we hug. And then he's like, I want another hug. And then we hug for like three minutes and it's a really, just really good hug. And, um, which I haven't experienced in a while. Nice quality hug. Yeah. Just a, like a real connection sort of hug. And, um, mm -hmm. I was like, huh, I want to see you again. And I don't say that lightly cause that doesn't happen often. And he was like, I think we could make that happen. And he has, like, that really dry sense of humor where you can't tell if he's joking or not with anything that he says. And I really like that type of humor. Oh, that, yes. So, because <laughs> so, at one point I showed him my artwork because I have artwork hanging there on the wall. And, uh, oh, God, what did he say? Um, I can't remember, but it was really funny because I was like, I think you're joking. And he was like, yeah, I am. And I was like, shit. <laughs> anyway, after we hug, I'm like, okay, can I like have a kiss or something? So this is really funny. He leans in and he kisses me, but immediately after kissing me, pulls back. And it is the quickest kiss in the entire world. <laughs> so like I start laughing and he gets flustered and upset and I'm like, no, it's not you. I just didn't know what to expect. And that was fine. That was great. That was a wonderful kiss. It was very much what I expected and very much not what I expected at all. It was good. And I patted him on the shoulder and I was like, good job. Good. I'm, I'm proud of you. That was a good kiss, um, basically. And then we just kind of stood there and he was like, okay, all right. And I was like, okay all right, okay? And he was like, all right. And it was great. And we did that for like two minutes. We were just saying okay and all right to each other. And, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to go. And he had recommended me a song. And I was like, what was the name of the song? And he was like, the song you recommended me or the one I recommended you? And I was like, both, I'm testing you. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I walked to my car and then I drove home. Well, that sounds really, really cute. It was very cute. I'm excited. Good. Maybe by the next episode, you can um, update us on <laughs> the next time you see him. I hope that that's soon because, like, now I want to see him. I'm excited. I had asked him out on a... I haven't had any. I'd asked him out on a date, and I was like, just casually whenever. And he was like, yeah, that would be fine. And I was like, maybe he doesn't really want to, you know, because it's Tinder and it's whatever. But we'd been talking for a bit. And I was like, you live close by, so I might as well see you. Um, 
he lives over by where my aunt lives, so really not that far. And um, yeah. Wait, your aunt that you, we that you poured juice on her table? Yes. Because she does not live close. She lives pretty close. It's only like forty-five minutes. From your town? Mm-hmm. I could have sworn. God, do you remember when you poured juice on her table? <laughs> Okay, wait. So, for the listeners, Travis invited me to be his date to a wedding, and we, um, so his aunt's house was closer to the wedding venue. I don't, I think I might have met your aunt, like, once or twice, but, like, never, you know, not enough to, like, stay in her home. So, I'm and in her house. <laughs> she's, her and her husband are sitting across the room, you know, like, watching TV, and we're in the kitchen, and Travis goes to pour some iced tea and just misses his fucking cup, just, like, misses it and gets iced tea all over the table and then just looks at me and just goes, ooh, would you like some? And then doesn't even attempt to pour in my glass, just pours it directly straight out. <laughs> doesn't even come close and we're just both very serious so it just seriously pours mrs cup looks at me and goes would you like some and then just pours it straight on the table and i'm like thank you i was thirsty and he's like yeah you look parched <laughs> there's like an ocean of iced tea on the kitchen table and then we start cracking up, and she's like, what's going on? And we're like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> a river. There is an ocean of iced tea spilling onto the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I tell, did I tell, what was, what was that little girl? The, the little girl, was she like your, your niece or something? I told her that in olden times, she would have worked at a coal mine. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I convinced her that working in a coal mine would be a good profession because she's a child and she needs to earn her own money and stop being a leech. And she's like, I'm like six. And I was like, well, back in the old days. Good times with your family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my good times. I think she tried to fill my car with leaves after that. She like tried to stuff leaves through my windows and I was like, get out of here. Go get a job. Oh my God, good times. Uh, Yeah, no, I just want to touch on that one thing you were saying about feeling like your date wasn't having a good time because I don't know why, but I was having this thought earlier because my assumption with like everybody is that nobody actually likes me. And it's, you know, probably an anxiety thing. I don't know. But I literally, it's like, People say that and they're like really sad about it and they're like, I feel like nobody likes me and they're depressed about it, but I'm just like, nobody likes me and I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah. And it was funny because like I had a conversation once because I went out with my coworkers for like uh, dinner or like drinks one time and we were like, you know, kind of being gossipy or whatever. And one of the coworkers was like, oh my God, I hope you guys don't talk about me like that. And I was like, I assume you guys talk shit about me. And she was like, what? And I was like, I mean, I'm loud. I sing all the time. I overshare. I am, 
absolutely 100% assume that you guys talk shit about me whenever I'm not there. And I was like, it's fine. <laughs> like, I totally understand. And she was like, but we don't. And I was like, sure you don't, big winky face. But I was like thinking about it. And I was like, I honestly have always assumed that nobody likes me because I am irritating and, you know, stuff like that. But it doesn't affect me negatively at all. I'm just like, if you already don't like me, there's no reason for me to try to make you like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, basically, it's like what you told that guy. So I'm like, I just assume. So it's like, I was saying something also because somebody, somebody said something to me once. Because I'll also give compliments to people. like, And I mean them genuinely. I give like genuine compliments to people. Despite the fact that like, I either think or I know for a fact that a person does not like me. But I'm like, you might be a horrible bitch and you don't like me and you were just shooting me dirty looks, but your makeup looks amazing today and I noticed it, so I have to tell you. I noticed it, you know? So it's like, even if you think I'm a whole, you know, even if you don't like me, I'm still going to be like, hey, I fucking love your face today, you know? And I'm like, I still think you're a bitch, but... You're, you know, you look great. But, like, people have, like, said stuff about that before. And I'm like, I don't, they're like, oh, but they don't like you. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't like them either. It's a, But if I see something, I'm, you know, see something, say something. But, yeah, it's just funny the way that that, like, doesn't necessarily have to, if you have anxiety like that, it doesn't have to impact your life negatively. You're just like, people don't like me. It does not matter because I literally cannot not be who I am. And nothing that I do is ever going to stop me from being authentically me. I just cannot stop myself from being me. So just fuck it. Just assume nobody likes me and keep living your life and being exactly who you are and not letting it bother you. Absolutely. Uh, And the word I was thinking of before, it didn't start with a V. It was transparent. I'm very transparent. I'm, I'm just completely, and you are too, and I think that's why we get along so well, even though sometimes we fight and that sucks, but then we make up because we've always made up. It's just one of those things where we're just very honest with each other, and then when we don't agree on something, but, like, it's hard to move past for one of us, we fight. And that's, it's great because, like, it's not ever really passive-aggressive, it's more just, like, aggressive and then we get over it straightforward too though because we'll just be like yeah well you did that it hurt my feelings you know stuff like that so it's it is a little bit easier because we do have these fights but there's not so much um lingering thoughts of like you don't have to really worry with us if we're mad at you and we're not saying anything because we're gonna say something you know yeah absolutely i mean when i was i mean pick any relationship I was in and they knew like within like the first like couple weeks of of being with me that like I talk a lot and I always talk about my feelings and if there's something wrong and I'm not talking about my feelings it's usually because I'm processing and I don't really ever process because I just say how I feel at any moment so if I'm processing it's usually like a bigger thing that's like oh this is a topic that actually triggers me and is something that I need to think about because I want to form this into the right words rather than just talk a lot at you and say so many words that eventually you'll try and get the gist and see I've I've had opposite experiences actually like I am, when I'm in a relationship and something, like, if it's something little or stupid, I'm just like, hey, knock the fuck off or whatever. But 
if something bothers me, my first reaction isn't necessarily to um, yell at you about it or say anything about it because I want to stop and be like, wait, like, am I just upset in the moment or am I upset because this, I feel like, is an underlying thing? Like, am I mad that you left my towel on the floor because that was a rude thing to do or do I feel like that's something, it's like you not respecting my space and you know what I mean? So it's like... I want to wait and decide because sometimes it's like somebody does something and it pisses you off. But then two seconds later, like an hour later, you're like, you know what? That really wasn't a big deal. It's not worth yeah. getting into an argument about it. But I don't want to get into an argument anyway. I want to have a discussion. But I've dated people who just got so upset over the fact that I didn't just talk about it right away. And I'm like, yes, but do you really want me to say that you did something? Then you're going to defend why you did it. And I would have come on to that conclusion my, on my own in like an hour and we could have skipped this whole thing. I wouldn't have even said anything about it or I might have said it and just be like, yeah, that bothered me, but I understand X, Y, Z, you know? And yeah. I had people who got so upset they didn't want to discuss it right there in that moment and have a fight. And it literally was like, you know, so weird because I was like, oh, I, you know, I, the same, like, I want to go process, you know, whatever. And they would get so furious. I totally understand that, and I try and let myself do that as much as I can, too, because, like, I like being open and honest, but you're absolutely right. I mean, when, uh, when was living with me for that little bit that we were t living together, it was one of those things where I had to constantly, like, ask myself, and I'm sure you did it when you were with you had to ask yourself, like, is... And I, I know that, like, we're not trying to use names, but, like, these are the major exes, so I feel like that's okay. I don't know. Um, if not, I can edit out names. I can blurp them. It's okay. We'll decide later. But, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. But I, I think that, like, you had that major, like, that thought, too, where it was, like, because I definitely did it. It was, like, oh, I'm actually, like, really upset about this, but am I just triggered because... It's something small that bothers me that they do, but I accept it because I love them, or is it a bigger underlying thing? You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, it's it's totally like, I try and speak my mind as much as possible, but I also try and like monitor, like, is this me being crazy, or is this me having feelings? And it's a real big challenge. Yes. And you don't want to like start a fight about every single time that you get annoyed, because as like... I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, if I'm really tired or I'm really hungry, it's like, if I don't eat, I'm, you know, it's like, we're going to have a fight. So, I'm like, sometimes you just get pissed off about stuff that wouldn't piss you off normally. So, it's like, for me, I'm like, I don't want to bring it up every single time I'm upset because I don't want to constantly be, like, angry or naggy or, you know what I mean? It's like, I only want to save that for, like, when it's an actual issue that I feel like it's going to be an issue down the line and we need to discuss. Anyway, um, so yeah, all of that aside, I had a good date, um, and I definitely try and be as open and honest with people as I can, but we'll have, I'm actually writing it down right now, we'll have a whole, a whole episode on that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Do you have that right now? I don't hear it. Um... Yeah, a little bit. It's not, like, a huge deal, though. Before it was, like, as I was talking, it just kept, you know, I kept hearing it. I it a little bit. Let me, hold on. I'll turn you down a little bit. Maybe it's just too loud. I don't know. Don't turn me down. I want to be in the podcast. I mean, you can still hear you. Hmm. 
Anyway, let's talk okay. about the topic of the day. Yes. All right. This is, is a good one. <clears throat> the apps. So, because you picked this topic, do you wanna you wanna start? Uh, yeah, I will. I actually have two stories, but I'll just do one, and then you can do one, and then if we have time, I'll do a second one. I think we should have time because I have two. I have two and a half. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll go back and forth and do one and one to keep it interesting. Okay. Um. So I was dating a guy, and uh, he had a very generic name. I'll give him the name Dave, I guess. That's what popped into my head. That's not his name because we changed names. But we'll say that his name was Dave. And um, so when my one of my best friends graduated from community college, I went there to support her graduating. It wasn't Ariel. It was someone else. And... Um, when they graduated, I met, at their graduation, I met this guy, and his name was Dave, and I was like, oh, Dave's definitely queer, like, I was just so totally aware that, like, they were queer, and I don't, at that point, I didn't hit on people out in the world, because I had the heteronormative mindset of, like, everyone's straight until proven gay, and, like, it, about a couple months after I met this person and it wasn't because of them, but I just like, I've completely changed to the opposite spectrum of things. And I love my life now. Whereas before I was like, Oh, it's such a burden to be gay. Now I'm like, I just assume everyone's gay. Honestly, I like yeah. don't hit on that because every man I'm like, no, they're gay. No, me too now. But like, it's such a great way <laughs> to live is that like, I have a homonormative mindset and I'm like, everyone's gay. Everyone is interested in me and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> And yeah, I assume no one is because everybody's gay. Anyway, sorry, keep going. <laughs> anyway, so I meet Dave, and I'm at this point, I'm just like, ah, Dave's probably queer, maybe straight. But I go up to him, and he hands me a program, and I'm like, I already have one. And he was like, yeah, that's right. I saw you before, and I was like, listen, I don't do this often, but I feel like you're queer, and even if you're not, it's okay. But, like, I'm queer, and I want to go on a date with you, so just, like, let me know if that's okay. And he was like... I'm, I'm casually queer. And I was like, okay. And he was like, okay. And so this goes into a really long story, but I'm going to make it quick. Basically we hung out. Nothing really happened. Uh, he messaged me in the middle of the night once and was like, because nothing happened. And I just like, I knew he wasn't interested in me. And during the date or hangout or whatever it was, he was like, I usually date women. This is new for me, but I'm kind of interested in men. And I was like, cool. I, you know, that, and that was before I became genderqueer. So I was like, that's totally fine. I'm here for you. I will help you through this. I usually date straight men anyway. It's a whole thing. We've talked about it before. I like, I, I, I feel like I'm just like this transitional object for straight men to realize that they're bisexual. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's cool. So anyway, after nothing happened on that first date, he texted me in the middle of the night, like a couple months later and was like, I really want your body come over. And I was like, no. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And he was like, Ugh. anyway, like two weeks go by and he calls me. I, by the way, in, like he'll never listen to this because it's fine. But as I go through this, I just, like, I, I'm okay with this person now, but I really, like, they've apologized a million times for what they did, and it's just, like, 
at the end of the day, I'm just, like, not okay with them as a person, but it's okay. It's fine. Um, so, uh, he's like, come over for dinner. I will make dinner. And I was like, okay, I'm vegetarian. And he said, got it. I'm going to make dinner. We'll watch a movie. It'll be great. My parents aren't in town. We'll have the whole house to ourselves. It'll be really sweet. And I said, that sounds like a nice date. Let's do that. So I drive like an hour and a half because I date people that always live very far away for no reason. And, um, he, uh, he invites me in. And because this is dietary disasters, uh, you can guess where this is going. He was like, great. Welcome. I made grilled chicken for dinner. And I was like, I'm vegetarian. And he said, what you are? And I said, yep, I told you that I'm vegetarian. And, um, he was like, okay, well, I'll eat the chicken, and it's very good, so if you want it, feel free to eat it. And I was like, I don't want it, I'm not going to eat it. And he said, okay, I'll make you hot salad. What is hot salad? Hot salad, Ariel, and listeners, is when you take regular salad and you heat it up in a pan. <laughs> Who would want that? <laughs> Who would want, why would he even think to do that? Just serve salad. So, instead of giving me this nice crisp lettuce, he threw it onto an open flame and gave me this <laughs> wilted, disgusting, melted lettuce. <laughs> why? Was this like a punishment for me? <laughs> And I Ooh, the and, salad is great, not anymore. <laughs> and he didn't even have that much salad, but after he made it, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, hold on, hold on. Was this like iceberg lettuce? Yes. <laughs> or was it, so this wasn't even like baby spinach or something that would actually be good. Ariel, <laughs> it was a. I need to explain it. It was half a bag of salad that was already ah! opened. <laughs> Why would anyone think that was a good meal? I can't. So I'm sorry, but a bag of iceberg lettuce isn't even a good salad if it's served like a normal fucking salad. Why would you eat it up? That's not even a quality salad on its own. So he heats up this lettuce, it melts, and then he adds a couple tomatoes to it, but there's like three cherry tomatoes in his fridge, so he cuts them in half. Oh my god. And then he serves it to me. <laughs> but here's, your slop, Travis. here's the real kicker, Ariel. Are you ready? God. He puts it in front of me, and then he sits down and starts eating his chicken, and then before I take a bite of salad, I just catch him staring at the salad. And I'm like, what? what? And he's like, can I have some of that? already very little salad which is supposed to be my dinner like to actually film me and then he takes oh half of it <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm literally crying <laughs> I'm actually like wiping tears my contacts are gonna slip out of my eyes <laughs> oh my God. so I give him half oh. of my salad and you know what he gives me in response uh, chicken 
proud of me. Oh my god. And I'm like, I don't eat chicken. And he's like, please. And I'm like, I will do this for you. And he was like, what? And I was like, I will cut the smallest slice of chicken, put it in my mouth, suck the sauce off of it, and spit the chicken back out. Do you remember? I'm sorry, hold on. Do you remember that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog where um, <laughs> they invite that mosquito thing in? Yes. Like sucking the life force of them out. And then he uh, he challenges Courage to a competition where they have to eat things. And then he goes, you have to eat like week old spinach that's been between my toes. And he pulls out the steaming <laughs> pile of that's, ah, that's exactly what that's it looked like. He served you. <laughs> that's exactly what it looked like. Ew. I can't. So, oh my god, that's disgusting. <laughs> so, uh, let me just finish my, my entire, like, arc with this person. What's so, the- we finished dinner... Uh, we watch The Birds, and he makes popcorn, and I eat all of the popcorn because I'm starving because I didn't eat anything for dinner. Um, and it was the first time that I'd seen The Birds since I became an adult because the last time I saw it, I was like six, and it is one of my favorite movies. Love The Birds. It's it's so gay. Like, the main character is definitely gay for the teacher, and then, like, there's all of this hot lesbian undertones through the whole movie, and then all... And then the main guy is like an asshole and she's like, I don't really like you anyway. And then the birds just come and start fucking everything up. And it's like, wow, what a fucking movie. I love the ending. I just love how the movie just ends. And you're like, but, but what? Yeah. I love it. It's so good. And anyway, um, I'm like, great night. And he was like, ha ha ha. Sorry again. Cause the dinner was the makeup for the asking me for sex. And I was like no problem and then he doesn't kiss me or hug me or anything and is like see you later and i'm like bye and by the way this entire night because it was like a date and his parents were out and gone on a vacation i was like oh i'm gonna stay over so i brought all this stuff i thought we were gonna have sex or like sleep together at least like next to each other or kiss or hug or touch each other at all and nothing happened (laughs) anyway okay hold on i'm not done Oh, God, there's more? There's two more dates that happen with this person, and they both involve dietary issues, so... Chicken now. Oh, God, what does he want? Who? Sorry, you know who, the dude who lives in my basement. Oh. What's he want? So, what happens next is, like, a year and a half goes by, and he messages me, and he's like, I want to meet up and apologize, and I was like, apologize for what? And he was like, for feeding you chicken, and I was like... I really don't want to see you ever again. And he was like, please. And I was like, sure. So we go out for dinner and we get pizza this time and he gets meat on it. And I'm like, okay, I can't eat this. So I buy my own pizza and sit there while he eats his meat pizza. It was very good pizza. Um, and he's just like, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about, and this is, this is the way that this guy talks and I hate it, Ariel. Okay. It was very much like every conversation I've ever had with him is like, I'll ask him a straightforward question and he'll say something along the lines of, well, I've been thinking about it a lot and like, I'll ask him like fucking like, what do you like? How, how is, uh, working on a farm? Cause he used to work on a farm and he'd say something along the lines of, ah, after, you know, 
going abroad to Thailand and becoming an ecological green farmer for two years. And then it's like, what do I really want to do with my life? And I've just decided that, like, I really love listening to music is a really good pastime. And I'm just so glad that you are a musician because it's so good. And I just really want to get back into that era where, like, men were men and women were women. And, you know, I just, I, I was dating this girl for a long time, and it's just so hard to not be with her. And it, it just, like, go on like that for, like, five minutes of just, like, this stream of consciousness thought for every question. God. And... That was loud. And, um... Anyway, so that dinner ended, and then, like, two years go by, and I am at your place, actually, and it is New Year's Day. It has to be, because that was the last time I was there, and I was very much hungover, and Davion was on the couch. I know it has to have been New Year's Day. Wait, this happened? Yeah. This next one oh, just happened. Every time you've been hungover on my couch with Davion is New Year's Day. It has to have been. Um, so... You know. Yeah, listen to this. We mentioned him. I'll tease him out. Him and Star. True. So, um, he calls me and he's like, I've been thinking about it a lot and I've treated you wrong over the years. And I was like, I haven't thought about you in fucking like three years. I don't need to think about you. And he was like, this is more for me. I need to meet you and apologize for me. And I was like, Okay, I mean, I've had the closure that I need, and as you'll hear on the closure episode, I need a lot of closure. But with this person, I had all the closure in the world. I was never really that invested in this guy. So it didn't bother me that we hadn't talked. It didn't bother me that the relationship got severed because there was never a relationship. And um, so he was like, I've just, I've been in therapy and I just like, I'm, I went through this whole process down in like fucking Atlanta or something. I don't know. He moved far away and went through this like 12 month process and now is like with this therapist. And it's really great for him because he's like, I'm calling up everyone that I feel like I've ever wronged and I'm taking them out to dinner and I am apologizing to them in person so I can move on with my life. And I was like, okay, buy me dinner. So God. I meet up with him and we get korean and it was excellent and i got to order my own thing so it wasn't me and um he paid which was excellent because i also didn't expect that because even though he said he would i didn't expect him to and um i think it's because through the entirety of the meal i was like i'm very poor did you know i'm very poor anyway <laughs> um yeah so because i was i was very poor um so i uh God. So during that meal, he was basically like, yeah, my fiance partner and I, and I was like, oh, are you engaged? And he was like, yeah, this girl and I have been together for like six years. And I was like, that's not true, but okay. And, um, yeah. So end of the story is I don't like him. I, I just, I don't like his moral values and he's trying so hard to be a better person, but you can't be a better person if you're still very 
stuck up on yourself. Like, there's a lot of self-growth that needs to happen, but the self-growth isn't apologizing to the people you've wronged. It's apologizing to yourself and then being like, huh, maybe I'm the issue and how do I change? And, like, I've been doing that a fucking lot recently. It's like, oh, I see that I am. I have this issue. I, I am this awful person on these aspects and I love myself on these aspects which means I need to grow and love myself more because self-love is super important but I need to realize that I've wronged these people and I might not get closure with them because it's a very selfish thing to go up to somebody that you don't talk to anymore because you might have hurt their feelings and say to them hey I know I hurt your feelings in the past I know we don't talk anymore and this might trigger you which it didn't with me but maybe someone else that he had talked to it would have and call them up out of the blue after like two years of not talking and be like, I need this closure and you have to give it to me. I didn't owe him that. I made, made a joke about that. What? There's a reductress article, you know, like reductress. Yeah. It's like all stuff. They did an article that's like local man, um, local man calling for closure, even though it'll bother you. Or it was like something like that. That's like he doesn't actually care about your feelings. He's just apologizing for himself. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It, so fucking funny. And it's and it's not it's not okay really, but there's not men are men and he is like probably one of the worst people I've dated consistently. So I know that was really long, that was like ten minutes because it was three different dates, but that was my first story of like dietary disasters was hot salad. Oh, God, hot salad. Yeah, well, I have, like, two that I was going to mention. Neither of them are as long as yours, so I feel like they're not going to be as interesting. Let me save it. I don't know which one I should say first. Um, you can tell yeah. both in, uh, in a row, then, if that makes it easier. All right, sure. So, the first one that came to mind was, if you remember, like, uh, a year ago... I was kind of casually seeing the Spotify guy. Yeah. Because I don't actually give anybody names just in general, dear listeners. Um, I never give anybody names. Everybody is just some vague reference to who they are when I talk about them with friends. So. I've yeah, I really, Spotify. I don't know any of your dates names ever because you always have a nickname for them. With mine, I just yeah. have to like change the name because I always just use people's names. Yeah, no, like, I literally never do. I actually called um, Dating Showgirl, Dating Showgirl to her face, and she was like, what? I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, um, is that what you called me? To? And I was like, I, yeah. I was like, nobody knows your name. I'm so sorry. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, so, um, yeah, I've also never used fuck buddy guy's name i've never called him his name um, i just called his nickname so anyway um i was seeing spotify guy and it was our second date and he was cool he was you know whatever i always have to go out of my way to very annoyingly just be like i don't want to date nobody i don't want to date you so he knew but it was our second date and we were having a really nice time. We were, like, just talking about stuff. And we got into a conversation. I don't remember why. But about mac and cheese. And we were like, 
oh man, I love mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese is so good. We're like talking about different mac and cheeses and like I was telling how my mom makes mac and cheese versus, you know, like mac and cheese in the box and just talking about mac and cheese. Then he had made us dinner reservations at this nice restaurant. So we get there and of course he's looking at the menu and there's really good fancy mac and cheese. And it is like a massive thing of mac and cheese. So in all this time that we've been having this conversation, what I neglected to tell him was that I am very lactose intolerant. Oh. So when I am saying, oh, I love mac and cheese, I mean I love mac and cheese in the comfort of my own home. Not in public. But... I had just been talking to this dude about mac and cheese for so long. So he was like, oh, man, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And how am I going to turn around on a second date with a very attractive man and be like, <laughs> JK, I'm going to fart all over you. You know, like, I can't tell him this. So I was like, hey, hey, hey. He orders this massive mac and cheese. And he's like, oh, oh, oh this is going to be so good. Dig in. And it looked amazing. Like, it looked so good. I think we're at, like, the Smith or something. It looked so good. And I, so I was like, I can't not eat this mac and cheese. I just talked to him for so long about it. I have to eat it. He's going to know something's up. So... I start eating. Oh no! <laughs> I start eating this very rich mac and cheese, this delicious fucking mac and cheese, and it's so good. But I'm trying to be. I'm like, okay, just have a little bit, just taste, and tell me you're not hungry. And then he's just like, "What are you doing? You don't want any more mac and cheese?" And I'm like, <laughs> so. he's like, "Come on." eat some mac and cheese why aren't you eating it so then i'm like okay so i'm just sitting there shoveling cheese into my lactose intolerant <laughs> body <laughs> while i'm on a second date with a guy that i'm actually kind of enjoying and liking and he's really really cute he was like this metal dude who made a a lot of money. He had dimples. I was like, God damn it. So I'm shoveling cheese into my body. And then the table that they had seated us next to was right next to the bathroom. The one person bathroom. So if I went in, like it's right next to our table, you can hear me. And then if oh. he had to go, he would go into that same bathroom. Oh, no! <laughs> so I had to like keep going to the bathroom and pretending that I was peeing, but I was trying to just like get out my. <laughs> but like in the most subtle way that I could without him hearing me. And then there were at least like one or two times where he went to the bathroom right after me and it was like a fucking horror movie. I was like, no, don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah and then after that um he basically you probably remember this like he asked if he could come over to watch a movie after that which you know obviously so that's a whole other thing if we ever get to that topic because that actually 
I was like, you know, screw you. But part of the reason, even if I had been interested in them coming home with me, I had just eaten so much mac and cheese that I was like, there is no way I'm letting this guy into my home. <laughs> like, he cannot sleep over. Because like, he didn't even live in the city. So, like, if he came over and it got too late, he was like, he had to be here. So, I was like, no, you have to leave. Like, yeah. So, that's my first story. Amazing. Yeah. Do you want to tell your other one? And then I'll, I'll tell my second one, which is probably a little shorter than that. Yeah. Mine's super short. I was dating this guy for a while, and um, we'll call him the farmer, and it's a different farmer than the one, but I'm going to start trying to come up with names, too, so I don't have to make up fake names, because I won't be able to keep them straight in future episodes. Yeah. So what happened? You actually dated Dave or something after this. <laughs> Yeah, so what I'm going to start doing in future episodes, I'm glad this is only episode three, is I'm going to keep a business card, and, or, no, what is it called? Like, a postcard, uh, like, you know, with lines on it, and um, I'm going to just write nicknames for everyone, and then write who they are, just so I know when I'm talking about them, so I can keep it straight, so... This is the farmer, not to be confused with the last person I talked to, who we'll call Hot Salad, because that just makes sense. (laughs) So, um, okay. Um, the farmer was a farmer, and he went to school in Pennsylvania, and we dated while I was in Montclair, and he came and visited me a whole bunch, and he was like a bear. He was so cute. And um, I really liked him. But he caught me. Like he started wanting. I just wanted friends at this point. It was at a low point in my life. I think I had just broken up with someone. I was not ready for a relationship. And I told him that. And he kind of forced me into one. Because we went on one date. And he was like no I want to be with you. And then like he just started calling me his boyfriend. And I was like I'm not at that point I can't get to that point I can't like you because I'm just not emotionally available and he was like okay but you will be and you will like me in time and I was like that might be true but I don't want to be in a relationship with you right now so in his mind I think that I'm his ex if you were to ask him which I don't talk to him anymore I think that I'm his ex but to me he was just this guy that I was dating casually because we were never a relationship because I was heartbroken at the time and really not invested in it emotionally and told him so so it's not my fault um anyway one of our dates which was the defining factor of me saying I'm not going to ever date you I'm never going to actually fall for you is um we went out for pizza and i was like listen you're in montclair you came to visit me i lived in montclair for a while i don't care if people know that it's not going to explain you know they're not going to find anyone they're not going to find the farmer through montclair so it doesn't really matter um i used to live there i was like let's go out for pizza there was this really really excellent pizza place there um that has since closed down it actually closed down like almost right after this incident and it's such a shame because it was one of the best pizzas i've ever had um it was like 12 dollars, and it was like a nine inch pizza personal pizza it really was not that big um but it was so excellent and i'm a foodie so i was one of those people that was like oh you know I'll just get this pizza, I'll spend a little more money, and then I can go out and get something else later if I'm hungry or eat something at home. I just want to experience this pizza because it's so good. 
well, we had the pizza, and I guess he was expecting, like, a huge amount of pizza, and he was, like, you know, a bear, so he was, like, eats a lot and enjoys food a lot, and I do too, and I also eat a lot, but I had come into it with the mindset not telling him ahead of time that that is the, like, that is the way, you know what I mean? That that's the, uh, that's the, that's that pizza place, that it's not a whole lot of pizza, it's just very good pizza. And maybe that's my fault for not having prefaced this as another person that likes to eat a lot of food, but I didn't think about it at the time. So we go out to this pizza place, and I get pizza, and he gets pizza, and we eat our pizza respectively separately. We don't, like, share it, because I think his had meat on it or something. Very good pizza, but afterwards... He's so angry, and I can't figure out why. He's just, like, livid, like, very, very angry. And um, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to deal with this because I'm an open and honest person. So I was like, what's wrong? Because I'm not going to just sit here feeling this bad emotion from you next to me since you drove. I'm not just going to sit here in this awkward silence where I know you're mad at me and not talking about it because I... I'm an empath. I feel emotions. It really sucks when people don't just tell me how they feel. And he was like, why didn't you tell me that it was, um, it was such a little amount of pizza. And I was like, I don't know what you mean. And he was like, I spent fucking like $14 on the smallest amount of pizza in the world when I could have gone to like McDonald's and gotten a few dollar burgers and been more full than I am now. And now I have to go spend more money on the way home to get food because I'm starving and you're not going to feed me. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like literally like it's, I didn't think about it like that. I just wanted to go out and have really good food with you. And he was like, it was very good pizza, but it wasn't enough pizza. And I'm pissed off about it because I spent way too much money on very little pizza. And I was like, okay, that's not my fault. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And as someone like I am, I always see both sides of the story afterwards. And like in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, I could have told him, hey, this isn't going to fill you up. It's just pizza that tastes very good. And there's a very big difference. But in the moment, it's like, don't react like that. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a big reaction just because you didn't get full. Like, get over yourself. Like, I'm grumpy when I'm hungry, too. But there was no way you were still hungry because the amount of pizza we ate was at least enough to satiate you until you got to somewhere where you could buy more food. So you're only angry because you spent a lot of money and maybe didn't enjoy the pizza as much as I enjoyed that pizza. But it's the best pizza I'd ever had at that point in my life. So be a little more respectful. The thing is also, when you're going on a date with someone, it's not just about, like, you know, getting super fucking full. Like, it's about the experience. And you said you liked that place, so you went to that place. And Like, if he's still hungry after, he can go get food. I've been pissed when I spent a lot of money on a fancy pizza and it was small because I'm having pizza with somebody in my own home or something. And I'm, like, I'm hanging out with a friend. or You know, I'm, like, well, I'm still fucking hungry. Yeah. But on a if you're sharing, like, I was sharing this place that meant a lot to me with this person, and then he acted like that about it. That's what bothered me. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a person who ruins all the places that you like to go to, but still, we're not going on dates, so. Yeah, not anymore. Can <laughs> we talk about that time we went to the, that restaurant that you like? I feel, I feel like we did, but we'll talk about it again when we mention our engagement, because that's such a good topic. 
Oh god. Okay, wait. Are you done with pizza guy? Yeah, I'm done with the farm. Uh, you know what? Oh no, I already said oh. the farmer. That's his name, the farmer. I'm done with him. He'll come back in future okay. episodes. So, so I'm going to tell you my second thing, which is actually three little small things. Okay. So I was dating um, New Jersey guy, which I've never referred to him that way for you, but I can say the name and you can bleep it out. Okay. Is it? Yes. Okay. I'll bleep it out. I'll just, I'll cut that out, but okay. New Jersey guy. I'm going to write that on my sheet too, just so I can keep it straight. Yes. So New Jersey guy, um, he's New Jersey guy, not only because he lives in New Jersey, but because he had a fucking New Jersey tattoo. Oh my God, that's right. I just want to take a moment. Have you ever met anyone who was like so proud of living in New Jersey? Because I understand people like, yeah, Texas and shit like that. But nobody walks around that proud of New Jersey, okay? He had a tattoo on his leg of New Jersey. Jesus, that's my first time. Anyway, so... I will say that the um, ex really loved Jersey and was always like, best state, best state 2018, best state 2016, every year. Every year would say that. Wait, who? The ex-fiance. Oh, oh God. So, anyway, so... I mean, I love New Jersey, but not enough to, like... New uh, Jersey's fine, but it's not one of those places that people go out of their way to be, like, so over-the-top proud of. That they get a tattoo of. Yeah, like, you want that tattoo, Jersey Bride. Anyway, so, New Jersey guy. I had kind of just started dating him. Um, as in, like, he was my boyfriend, technically. <laughs> we were Facebook official. And because he lived in New Jersey, about an hour and a half away from me, I would go visit him and I would actually sleep over. Because I was still living with my parents, so he couldn't come sleep over at my place. And it w- didn't make sense to me to, like, go for, like, a little date trip or go out to dinner after driving an hour and a half. So, um, I was supposed to sleep over So we've been dating for, like, you know, not that long, maybe, like, two weeks or something, if that. Um, And he wanted to go to, like, Applebee's or Friday's or one of those places. So we go out. It was me and him and also his roommate because he brought his roommate in all of our... Every time we would, like, go out to dinner. I don't know why. His roommate was cooler than him, though, so I was fine with it. But um, we go out to this place, and... He orders the massive stack of mozzarella sticks. Oh my god, that's right. Do you remember this? Yeah, so him and his roommate order this massive thing of mozzarella sticks. They're like, yeah, because he was a bro. Yeah, mozzarella sticks, yeah. And they're like, all excited about the, mo- the mozzarella sticks, and they're eating them. And I'm like, okay. I fucking love mozzarella sticks. I really do. And they looked really good and they smelled really good. But honestly, it was like I had just started dating this guy and I was going to be sleeping over. I was going to be sleeping in his bed and I could not eat a ton of sticks of cheese (laughs) and then sleep in his bed. I just couldn't do it. So I was just kind of casually. Because if you forgot. Ariel's lactose intolerant. <laughs> Very lactose intolerant. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm sitting at the table, and they're talking, and they're eating mozzarella sticks, and I'm kind of trying to be, you know, like, nonchalantly checking my phone and drinking my drink, and then he turns, and he's like, hey, babe. Also, hey, being called babe. <laughs> babe, why aren't you eating any mozzarella sticks? 
And I had to admit, I looked at him and I was like, I'm lactose intolerant. And he was like, <gasps> and they they both gave me such a fucking reaction. <gasps> and they're like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, I'm not going to tell you. Whoa, guys, I'm lactose intolerant. So everybody else stop eating mozzarella sticks. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? I'm like, he was paying for everything. So I was like, you order your mozzarella. And I tried to explain this to him. I was like, because I'm not going to tell you to not eat them just because I can't have them. And he's like, but I ordered them for everyone. I ordered them for the table. And I oh my was like, God. well, yeah, I was like, well, more for you guys. You guys enjoy your mozzarella sticks. I will not be eating them. And it was just like his reaction was just like, what? Like he, I felt like he was like pissed off that because he ordered it for everyone and I wasn't eating it, it was, I don't know. But I was like, I'm telling you for you, you know? Like, honestly, you don't want me sleeping in your bed after eating, like, fucking 10 mozzarella sticks. Like, yeah. So that was a little awkward moment because they were awkward. They were very, very awkward about it. So that happened. Then, I'm not going to throw this down. So then that same guy had this weird thing that, God. Oh. It came up on, like, maybe the second date. He was like, so, uh, no, it, it came up after that, actually. He's like, so I have this thing. I don't like sharing my drinks. And I was like, okay. And he goes, yeah, like, I don't let anyone sip from my cups or use my straws. And I was like, okay, but, like, just clarify this for me because you we've made out. Like, your mouth has been places on me you know so i'm like i can't drink the good drinks and he was like yeah no why (laughs) (laughs) anything that we had done was going to like me using his straw was going to be worse than anything else that we'd done like if i i was like i'm not trying i I could i was just like i'm not trying to be an asshole like it's fine but like if i had some sort of disease you would have it already (laughs) Like, you would definitely have it. And he's like, I know. It's just this thing. And I was like, do you let anyone use it? And then he told me, like, that his roommate that he took on all of our dinners, he could use his straws. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They should should date each other. Why don't they just date? I should have dated his roommate. No, but, um, so... Yeah, so he was like, he can, but I've known him for years, so it's okay. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'm just going to drop this. So it comes up, we go out to the movies, and I he asked me if I want anything, and I said no. And then he was like, are you sure? Like, I think I got like a popcorn, and we were like splitting a popcorn. And he was like, are you sure you don't want a soda? And I was like, no, not thinking because he had just gotten himself a really large soda. And in any other situation, you know, it's like, oh, I don't need to get a soda because I might only want one or two sips. But I, compl- I forgot who I was talking to. So he looked at me he's like, are you sure? And I was like, no, I- I'm fine. I don't want a soda. So we watched the movie. We're sharing popcorn. Salty, salty popcorn. Oh, no. We're watching like a two-hour movie, and I felt like SpongeBob in that episode where he met Sandy. I was like just so dehydrated. I just really—he had such a big soda. 
And I just really, really, really needed something to drink. And he would not let me have any soda. Did you ask <laughs> him? I couldn't drink from it. I'm pretty sure I excused myself to go drink from a faucet in the bathroom. Oh my god! <laughs> so thirsty. See, I didn't ask him, but he also didn't offer, and then I remembered, I was like, he's not gonna offer me any soda, and he's gonna be upset, and then it was like I was replaying the face he gave me when he was like, are you sure? Because he knew that I was gonna ask him for some of the soda, and I just couldn't give that to him, so I didn't even ask him, honestly, because I was just like, nope, I knew, and I refused to ask him for any of this fucking soda, but yeah, I was just dying, it was so bad, yeah, so then, that was that, because that came up often, because it's just so weird, it's like something you don't think about, like, people... I'm just so used to sharing food and it's like I've dated people where it's like you're gonna order something that looks good and I'm gonna order something that looks good and it's fine because you are going to give me a taste of yours and I'm going to give you a taste of mine because now we get to taste two different things I don't know I've never had that situation where somebody didn't share their food with me you know you just do that you just share food or like you share drink or like it's just something so like yeah like I, I went because, like, there's this cool beer store. I don't know if you've ever been to it. It's, like, a town over. But they have all these really cool beers, like, walls of beers. And I'm not really a beer drinker, but he was. So, but it was also, like, there were just all these really freaking cool beers. And you could build a, a six-pack for, like, $7 or something. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you've probably been there. So, I went and I... um. I brought him these beers, but there were a couple beers that I only got one of. And if he ha- if he got it, I was n- I could never taste that beer. Like you know, ordinarily it's like, oh man, this one's cool. Like, give you a taste. Nope, that that was just lost to me because he was not gonna let me have a sip of that beer. Like what a piece of shit. Oh weird. So anyway, speaking of him being a piece of shit, the last thing that I wanted to bring up, and I've told you this recently. <laughs> Um, even though this was, like, years ago. One day, he took me out, I had slept over, and he took me out to breakfast. This is such a good story. I was, God, I was so hungry, alright? I was so fucking hungry, like, woke up late, I was hungry, he was like, you want to go to a diner? And I said, yes. So we drive to this diner. I'm really hungry. I ordered a large waffle topped with fruit it's just a waffle and fruit all right doesn't come with anything else it's just one large waffle and fruit so i'm eating it i'm eating my waffle i'm enjoying my waffle and my fruit and then i like get to the end of my waffle and i look at him and he's staring at me and i'm like what and he's (laughs) like oh just you ate that whole thing (laughs) yeah i did it looked good. That's why I ordered it. And he's like, yeah, I just, I just, wow. I'm like, what? Wow. What? Wow. I was like, I was hungry. And he was like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, just wow. I was, you ate that whole waffle. I was like, 
are you like he's literally sat there being so judgy because i ate this fucking waffle and keep in mind podcast listeners because you cannot see me i am a disembodied voice but i am not thin i am not thin person i wouldn't call as far as to call myself fat but i'm definitely no one's gonna look at me and categorize me as a thin woman all right no, Travis has referred to me as a larger gal in the past. So it's not like, I don't know. I just, you knew what you were getting into. Like he knew. I obviously am a person who eats. So it's just like, how are you going to take me out for food and then give me judgy looks and reaction when I eat a waffle and I didn't order like a hungry man's breakfast. I ordered a waffle and some fruit and I still had to get shit about eating it. He was a bigger guy, too, though. He was! He was definitely a larger man, which is why he was so very, very attractive. He was an asshole, but he was very hot. He was, like, six foot five, and he had, like, green eyes and a beard, tattoos, and very hairy. All of that, very much my type. He's still hot. Yeah, he's hot. But, yeah. So, uh, those were my dietary things. There's probably more being lactose intolerant, but those were my those are my favorites. He posted on Facebook recently and was just like, hey, everyone remember that I'm bisexual. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad you finally came out, because everyone he knew it. Before. He told me that he was bi, like, 20 minutes after asking me out, and then told me about how the next time he slept with a dude, he was gonna do this and that. And I was like, I'm your girlfriend. Like, what do you mean next time? And then he would also hit on Travis through me all the time. Because Travis always hits on people that I'm dating anyway. But in this case, he was actually interested in me. Actively, like, he would do something and they'd be like, send Travis that picture, tell Travis. And I'm like, do you want me to just, like, leave you guys alone together? Like, yeah. I really wanted to have sex with him. What? I really wanted to have sex with him. And I think he should. He's still there. He's on Facebook. Well, after that post, I sent him a message and I was like, hey, I'm so proud of you for being out. You know, I know that when you were with Ariel, it was like a new thing. And you were like, I've been with guys before. I might be bisexual, but you weren't like out. I'm so glad that you're out. If you ever want to like go on a real date, I'm excellent at dates. It's one of the things I give myself credit for in this world is I'm very good at dates. So... If you ever want to go on a date, just let me know. And there was no reply, so whatever. Yeah, you want to skip that anyway. He's probably not good at dates, knowing all of these stories. Yeah, no. He was weirdly fun, and like, like he was, you know, fun, or I wouldn't have dated him. But, yeah, because one of the things with him, too, was like, he was like a nerd, like, he was, like, all into um, The Gathering. Like, he literally got paid to play Magic The Gathering. He got sponsored to go to things. Wow. And play. I was like, yeah, no, he literally, like, got paid to play it. So I was like, yeah, this is exactly my type. He, You know, we talk about dragons and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, this is exactly because all I want is nerds. I really have, like, no interest in meeting people who aren't nerds. Like, if you remember with, I mentioned this guy in the first podcast or the second, I don't remember, the dentist dude. Yeah. One of the issues with him was he did not get a single one of my references. And I am all references, okay? I am, like, all, like, a lot, not all nerd culture or anything, but a lot of it, you know, I really, like, 
you know, a lot of a lot of stuff like that. And this dude didn't get any of my references, so I knew I was gonna stop talking to him immediately because he was not even slightly tiny bit geeky or nerdy or anything. I've stopped talking to guys before because I was like, oh, what kind of video games do you play? And they told me I have games on my phone. So Ew. I'm like, oh god. I was like, okay, well, I'm. This has been great. You know what I mean? Not to sound like a dick, but, like, you have to... Well, anyway, we have an episode about that. But I thought that it would be really good. We'd be all geeky together. And then he was actually a bro. He was, like, a legit bro. Broed out and did bro things. And I was like, how did this happen? What is my life? And it was it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. So we got to move on. Uh, recent obsessions. You have to go first because you're, like, obsessed with this thing. You won't stop talking about it. Oh my god, I'm literally watching it now. Like, I paused it, and I'm 17 minutes to the end. But I was sitting here, like, you know, just chilling over, and Netflix, in my Netflix suggestions, was this movie Emo the Musical. God, it is so good. I put it on, and immediately it opens with this sad kid playing guitar, and this guy walks over and breaks his guitar, and then he starts singing. Oh my god. And then he looks up and he starts singing and like one of the lines is like I dream of a world where everyone has scars in their wrists painted in eyeshadow because I tried to buy razors and my mom said no. Oh my god. Oh my god. So I was like oh my god I'm in love. I'm in love. I have to stop everything that I'm doing and I have to watch this. And it's so good. It's like it, it knows it's bad. It's this Australian movie and you know that it knows that it's bad. Like you know that it's a joke but it's not like one of those things that's so forced like hee hee we're a bad movie. It's does the, it does it so well. It is so funny and the songs are so, are actually like so good that I have added a few of them to my Spotify playlist and like I don't know, I have been spamming people on Snapchat with like every song because they're so freaking funny. Like the one, he's um he's hiding because it's basically like this this emo kid tries to kill himself and he gets transferred to a new school, and this school has like I don't know if it's a Christian. I think it must be a, a Christian school because there's a chapel in it, but. Oh, God. But he's emo, and then he finds the other emos, and he joins their emo bands. But, like, all the Christian kids are, like, being, like, more, like, bullies, like, screw you. And the one sings a whole song about, like, give up because Jesus doesn't care if you're good at things. Oh, God. But he starts, like, dating the one Christian girl, and they're, like, trying to keep their love hidden because the emos and the Christians wouldn't accept them together. Oh, my God. So he's, like, in her room, and her parents are coming home, so he's like, quick, I'll change into Christian boy clothes. So he's trying to change his clothes to, like, any clothes that she has that looks masculine, and he starts pulling his shirt off, and she's like, oh, no, don't take advantage of me, and he starts singing a whole song about how he's actually not... Oh my god, he's like, I don't want... I use the internet for Wikipedia, and I watch porn for the acting. Oh my god, and then he says... Um, sex sounds suspiciously like exercise, and you know I'm not into that. And then he says that having sex is too mainstream. It's so funny. Like, oh my god, I have literally just been, like, laughing out loud. It's so good. But I have 17 minutes to go, because I paused this amazing movie to do this podcast. Yeah. 
Oh, also, but I need to mention another movie that I watched that I started telling you about. Yes, I watched this yesterday. And it is the worst movie ever. And I actually Googled it because I couldn't remember the name. And I Googled it. And there are actually articles written about how this is a really, really terrible movie. Oh, wait, hold on. What's the name? Because I forgot it already. It's called When We First Met. And it's a Netflix original, like, rom-com. Okay. It's so bad. Um, I think the guy is from, like, Workaholics or something. But it's basically, like, this guy talking about how... Well, not talking about, but, like, he's in love with his best friend. And she's marrying another guy. So he's... He figures out how to go back in time. And he just keeps going back in time to the first night that they met to try to be her perfect man. And, like, make her fall in love with him. And it's just so shitty because it's, like, it didn't work out the first time. Get over it. And I get maybe going back the one time and trying it just because, you know, it's a movie. But he goes back so many times. But he makes such... He changes the entire night. It's so cringy. Like, I was cringing and getting, like, secondhand embarrassment from, like, the entire thing. Like, it was just so awkward. And then you knew what was going to happen. Like, I won't spoil it if anybody actually wants to watch it. Because I'm glad that I watched it to the end. Because the way it ends is actually really great. It's really... It's, like, obvious what's going to happen. But it's also just really great. And I was like, God, my heart's so warm right now. Like, it's people who, who turned up the heat. <laughs> like, it was really cute at the end. But the whole movie is just really shitty. And he's like, I'm going to use time travel to get out of the friend zone. And you're like, nah, dude, just, just get over it. Just, just stop it. Grow the fuck up. But yeah. That sounds also, like an awful movie. Obsess- oh, yeah, so awful. Can I obsess over my own cooking? Like, because I'm still so proud of myself. Can that be, like, a recent obsession? Sure. Oh, my God. So, I was an adult yesterday, and I went to Target. And I bought so much stuff that it took three strangers on the subway to help me. Because I bought, like, so much cans of shit. I don't know what I did. But, like, I have my little personal shopping cart, and I had to go all the way to the Bronx. And I went shopping, and... I couldn't lift my car. And you know I'm not, like, weak. I'm, like, pretty strong. But... I couldn't fit everything in my car in the first place. And then I'm holding two bags in my hands. And I'm, then I'm also trying to get my cart up. Because all the subways that I have to go on are, like, stairs. Like, lots of stairs. Not just, like, a couple stairs. Like, a shit ton of stairs. So I'm, like, desperately trying to pull this cart up or lift it. And I can't. And, like, like every single time I had to go up or down a flight of stairs, a stranger had to appear out of somewhere and lift my cart with me. Wow. Like, it was... Yeah, and I was like really appreciative that I only ever really had to go up a couple stairs on my own before a stranger would appear behind me and just lift my cart up. And I was like, and I was also really out of breath, and it was cold. My asthma was kicking in, so I was just like, <laughs> thank you. Like it was, it was pathetic. And then I live up a hill from that subway that I had to take because it wasn't the one that's right next to me. That one doesn't go to the target, if you remember. But so then I had to drag this this heavy cart all the way up a hill. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was still difficult even having a cart. But after suffering through all of that, I came home and I made shredded barbecue chicken in my crock pot, and it came out so good that I've been like stealing pieces from the fridge, like 
even cold and from the fridge, it's still so freaking good. But one of the best parts is I bought this bread that was like take and bake, and you like stick it in for like 10 minutes, and then you pull it out, and you have this crispy, warm, like baked bread. But I didn't realize when I bought it that it's actually garlic bread. So it's like the inside is like this garlic spread. It's garlic bread with a garlic spread. Oh, that and sounds great. So, oh my god, it's been like horrible because I know I have most of a loaf of garlic bread in my fridge, and I'm like, stop it, don't pay attention to it. But I made myself pulled barbecue chicken sandwiches on this garlic bread, and it was so freaking good. And I'm like, ah, I'm obsessed with myself right now, honestly. But yeah. So what about you? What have you been obsessing about? That's a good question, and I really should have thought about this. I, um, I've actually been really obsessed with my, <laughs> this is going to sound awful, um, and I'll make it quick because then we have to go because we're running on out of time, but, um, well, we still have to do the listener story too, but whatever, we'll, we'll run over today. Um, I've been really obsessed with my own music because... In January, you, as, as a songwriter, and if any of you out there that are listening are songwriters, you know this. As a songwriter, it gets really hard when it gets really hard when you're like, you write a really good song and a lot of people really like it, and that happened. You know, it, it's great, it's so great, but then you're like, oh, I'm never going to write a song as good as this one because this is the song that everyone relates to. This is the song that everyone likes, and that happens to me, and it happens to me in these waves, and. For a while, I had written, like, I'm Not Blue, and I wrote uh, Dragging Me Down with Star, and I really love both of those songs, and they're both really good songs, but it was one of those things where, like, I'd written a bunch of songs after that, and none of them took off as much as those two songs, and it was fine, because I would do gigs, and I would play the other songs anyway, and people liked them, and they were like, oh, I really liked that, like, um, 14th and Brevard, or I really liked, uh... Uh, I have dreams, you know, they're good songs, but they weren't like show-stopping songs. And that's the kind of music that I want to write because like I said, um, on the date earlier and I went, I had a gig last night and I'm very proud of the gig. And I might've said this earlier at the beginning. I'm not really sure it's been so long, but I have lyrics and my lyrics are very important to me and at the gig last night everyone was like wow your lyrics are so good and they understood every word that I was saying because I over pronunciate but not in a bad way just in like a I did theater and I did voice lessons and I understand that when I'm mic'd I have to over enunciate my syllables so people understand what I'm trying to say and blah blah basically after that gig uh you know, my friends said, you know, we can't be objective about it because you're, we're your friends, but that was like the best you've ever done. And you were objectively the best person at the show. But the main reason for that is I think in January, I mean, I've been heartbroken for a couple months now because of the whole thing that's been going on with me that we've touched on a little bit. Um, it's just like I started writing music again and I was like, I'm going to force myself to write a song every single day. And I didn't, of course, but I did the best that I could. And I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep trying to like write at least part of a song every day. And in January, I wrote three really good songs. And one of them was actually the end of December and it was with Star and that's called I Hate Moose. And it's a really funny song. But 
The other two that I wrote that Ariel knows that I did last night, brand, you know, it was the first time I'd ever performed them out. So it was the first time anyone was hearing them besides like my close friends was a song called Autopilot and a song called All I Need. And I've been really obsessed with them because Autopilot is all about how like the chorus is like, I want to be normal and... Uh, it's like, I want to be normal. You weren't listening when I told you that your brain's on autopilot, your head is in the clouds. And that's just a testament of me being like, I write all of this music and it's all, it all feels like it's this cry for help. And I feel like nobody's actually listening to the words that I'm saying, even though I'm very much enunciating all of these words. I feel like nobody's actively listening to them when I perform. And it's such a big fear because like I'm I'm asking for help. I'm saying I'm not going to be normal. I want to be normal. It seems like a really good thing to be, but then again, nobody's normal and while that's happening underneath that there's this other thing. I mean, it's all me, so but it's like verse and chorus and it tells a story and it's like, "Oh, you know, my brain's on autopilot and you know, this plane can't fly itself, but I'll make it fly itself." And then like the last 2 minutes of that song is just these four lines over and over and it's um my this plane will fly itself on autopilot this car will drive itself on autopilot this brain will run itself on autopilot this song will sing itself on autopilot and it's just those four lines over and over and it just starts going and it just keeps going and i just get louder and like higher pitched and then i'm just like i'm not screaming it but i'm i'm yelling it in in tune and i'm just like really aggressive about like the fact that like I'm saying like I want to be normal and then at the end I'm just like but you're on autopilot because you're not actively listening because everyone is the passenger in their own heads and they choose how attentive they are or if they're actually ever even living in the moment or if they're always living in the past and then it was a really good song and it was so good to do live because it went over so well like and I didn't know how well it would do and the other song was um all I need, which is all about self-love and that that's the most important type of love that there is, is that you can't love somebody else if you can't love yourself. And it's just another song. It's a song that is like that. And I really love it. And it's been stuck in my head. So that's been my recent obsession is that like, I want to do more gigs because I really love the messages that I put into my music and I wish that I could sing more. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot. Anyway, um, do you have a listener story? I don't actually know if you do. Oh, I don't. I definitely don't. Oh, okay. I thought someone sent us something, but... Um, um I don't, I don't know. But hey, I sent a listener story to Two Girls, One Ghost this morning. Yeah? I've been meaning to. I just literally haven't emailed them. Well, I was telling somebody about, like, ghost stuff last night, so then I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what, that's actually not a bad story, so I sent them, like, three stories. Well, it was, like, one email, but, like, three stories. And I was like, cool, maybe they'll read it. I posted this thing when I first got into the group, and it was all, like, it was all, like, have you ever done a... have you done a an episode because I hadn't listened through them all yet I was like I've only listened to a couple have you done one on like the myths behind and the, 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 the stories behind like hearses and they were like no and I was like oh I have so many and so I was like oh I'm going to do all this research for you and I'll get back to you and it's just been like I haven't had time to do the research on hearses for them but I'm, I need to do it because I want to send them the story because I had a really creepy story happen to me involving hearses mm-hmm. 
So we'll get there. Yeah. Anyway. Well, hopefully, hopefully they. I want I want them to read it on the show. I hope that they do too. Anyway. Yeah. Right. So we need to finish up, but just uh, just as an announcement, we're going to have a Valentine's episode on Valentine's Day. So be on the lookout for that. Oh wait, no, is this this is happening afterwards? Never mind. This is episode three. This happens after. <laughs> I can't I can't edit this in anywhere. Um, well, I hope you enjoyed our Valentine's episode, even though this is being recorded before it. This isn't our Valentine's Day episode. That was a bonus episode. I know. I was going to announce that we're going to have one, but this is episode three, so this is happening after that happens. Does that make sense? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll get rid of all of that then. Yeah. I'm going to delete the last little bit, so it's fine. Um, We're going to finish up. I'm Travis Love. I'm Ariel Apathetic. And this is I Look Cuter on the Internet. We will see you next time. Please. Oh, wait. If you have a listener story, email it. I Look Cuter on the internet at gmail.com it can be about any type of date you've had good bad in between ugly um we want to hear it we really do we will read it on the air yeah just let us know anything that you think would fit our podcast at all just send it our way and if it involves sex we you know we use our discretion but we are an explicit podcast so we can talk about pretty much anything but we'll limit it to certain stuff yeah, if it's funny or memorable or anything like that, feel free to send it. But if it's just pornographic, we probably won't read it. <laughs> we might read it, but we won't. We'll enjoy it. it thoroughly, but we won't read it. By ourselves, not on the air. Um, okay, so we will see you next time. Okay, bye. <laughs> we don't really have a sign off. Say bye. We need to. We need to come up with a better bye. Bye. <laughs> they have we'll figure it out. two girls, one ghost has see you on the other side. What do we have? I feel like you almost said that last week. I did. And you were like, speak you. And then I was like, in my head, I'm like, on the other side. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> because we talked about it the way you said the see you. I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Let's talk about love. Only the realest ways to talk about love Let's talk about hate Let's talk about love I know it's a little overplayed Let's talk about love, love, love And our worst dates Because I look cuter on the internet You know that I look cuter on your phone But still I'll date you so I feel alone but please don't try to bring me home no no with your host traps love and ariel this is i look cuter on the internet